Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. It's it's been seven days since the last podcast. Yeah, we've been out to sea. We've run out of food. We're almost out of water. The horn's still going strong, though. That's one of the things that keeps us going. Oh, yeah. The light at the end of our tunnel is a loud, loud foghorn. Here it comes. Thank God. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, Rib is dead. Rib died. He threw himself off a one-by-two. He had cut the two-by-four down to really just a block of wood, and... He taped it to the side of the, and he walked the plank. Luckily, we were able to retrieve him and eat him. We ate rib. Right off the bone. Right off the goddamn bone. <laughs> we also ate the kraken. Uh, it ended up just being rum, though, really. Rum, and we made a rum cake. Yeah. It's... It was no able skivers. It's... It was not. Is that what they're called? Able skivers. Uh, we're just... We've been talking about Solvang. We've been on this dinghy. Luckily, we're able to haul the other boat behind us. Which I think is really burning gas. A lot I don't of know fuel. why we I decided to do that. We should really have picked one or the we, other. Yeah. Or yeah. had the speedboat tug the dinghy. We also have a tuck boat. And I guess we which just... Which is a tugboat captained by my friend Tuck. Yeah. Tuck the Ruckus. That's well, his tuck boat. Yeah, well, I think... Didn't we eat him, too? Well, I don't remember. We ate so many people in the last seven days. <laughs> and the truth is... The last three or four days, we did have tuna fish. We just got sick of it. Yeah, so we, we started slaying and it. eating any natives that, that came to our... So I'm just amazed that we were able to you know, get get that horn to be turned off. and It was on for seven days. How did we do that? Maybe we should have thought to do that earlier. Well, I give it a rest every once in a while, but the truth is it's the only thing that keeps me going. Oh, thank you, God. Well, maybe someone will find us. But in the meantime, let's continue with episode two of... Season one of the second part of the Goody first the episode of Goody and the Two-Shoes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, uh, 
I was telling before we started the podcast on the boat, I was telling you about um, in Solvang, uh, you know, which is this sort of Danish rib. That's one of the reasons yeah. rib was killed. Yeah. Was because he was so snippety about it being Danish and not Dutch. He was. Hey, it's all fucking pastries to me. Rib. <laughs> you hear that? It's all pastries, rib. God, I fucking miss him. <laughs> Shit. His uh, absence is like a vice on my dick. Tightening every day. <laughs> being loosened every other day. Really stays the same amount of clenched. Um, so we were walking around Solvang for Thanksgiving. And uh, this is a where were you. And uh, we're kind of looking. We realize there are a lot of Asians there. Yeah. Wearing clogs with spurs on the back. Well, I wish. But, you know, it, <sighs> at the... <laughs> the uh, <laughs> you're, you're going to the double clock that's there. the guy who's jumping and then sliding <laughs> and flip flops his spurs jumping so it's <laughs> and then here's the skipping can you do I mean you're a voice guy can, can you do clog on one side flip flop on the other yeah, with sure. spurs on both sides yeah here we go ready okay <laughs> No, I can't. I can't. I tried. <laughs> the ultimate challenge. I manipulated my... my so you're mouth. in Solvang. Well, so they sell... There's a clog star there, and there's... No, sorry. Clog you store, a not a clog you star. a clip you want to show? But I would love to be a clog star. Let's... <laughs> I was so cheesy. Let's throw to the so clip. So you're in Solvang. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, go to the clip. I was just... How cheesy am I getting after three years of no, this? It's perfect. It's just terrible. It's so you're perfect. in Solvang. Just set him up here. Yeah. You want to talk about your process in the movie? Yeah, your, your acting process? Yeah, yeah. So the movie was my life the, going yeah. to solve it. Yeah, okay, okay. And uh, it's not a great one. Uh, no, but we went up there and there were so many Asians. I think because it's Thanksgiving, everybody else is at home, but these are the tourists, so they're out and about. They're eating Abelskiva. Right, Rib? Yeah. And Rib! He t- thought I heard him. Yeah. God damn it, he haunts my dreams. Voices. I'm serious. I hear voices. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so we're walking and Tom's father, I'm sort of like, man, Tom's father. We're, we're like some of the, no, sorry. Kate's father, Tom. Kate's father, Tom, um, my father-in-law, Tom mm-hmm. and to Kate's, uh, let's see, Kate's cousins. He's uncle Tom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're walking and you know, I, I, I was sort of saying, you know, there were, there's like, we're some of the only white people in this town that aren't working. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, there are a lot of Orientals. And I thought he was like joking, but it wasn't a great joke. So I'm like, (laughs) he's like, I know, right? I mean, there's just Orientals around every corner. Yeah. So we're walking around and he's just keeps every time a big one, a group of them pass, he'd be like, see more Orientals. He got to the point where I I didn't do this, but I think it would have been really funny to be like, I know Morientals, (laughs) more and Morientals. (laughs) And, uh, so, uh, you know, we we went to the brewery, and I said, you know, I bet the owner of this brewery, he's kind of got short sleeve button-down shirt. He's wearing khaki shorts. It's Thanksgiving. He just looks like the biggest white guy asshole you've ever met in your life. And he just looks like a guy who owns a brewery. He just yeah. looks like that. Yeah. That's him right there. He just yeah. has, like, suds all over his shirt and stuff. He's he's holding a brewmaster stick or whatever they use to brew. <clears throat> I don't worry about wine. No! <laughs> Uh, and so he, uh, Tom goes up to him and he says, Hey, we thought you might have, uh, you know, a point of view on this. 
why are there so many Orientals here? He said that? And the guy goes, what? And and you could tell, I I think, that he thought maybe he had said something about lentils. <laughs> and so he was like, I think he, the guy said back to him, he goes, oh, yeah, full menu, full or, menu. Oriental. So Oriental? Or it could have been a Yentl. So that's so funny to me is that he's like, he's like, why are there so many Orientals? And he's like, full menu. Yeah, full menu. <laughs> As if, and then I felt Tom kind of being like, is that some weird racist? Like, I'm not trying to be racist, yeah. but this guy's like, yeah, full menu. Are you right? Jesus Christ. Not even the appetizers. <laughs> Got an entrees Orientals over here. Oriental entrees. So he goes, no, no, no. Why, why, why do you think that is that there's so many Orientals? And the guy goes, uh, that's not the word we use. He's like, what? And he goes, we, we don't say Orientals anymore. We say Asians. He's like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, so why are there so many Asians? And the guy's like, I don't fucking know, but they're everywhere. <laughs> it's like, perfect. It was almost like a sketch. He just was like, yeah, they're fucking everywhere. I don't know what it is. They come in, they got a bunch of money from China. Me and my buddies bought this. This used to be a bigger restaurant. We're going to knock it out. They're doing karaoke right now. And then immediately became clear that this guy was on cocaine. Yeah. He was like a PC brew master on cocaine. That was like, uh, it's not Orientals, it's Asians. Look, these slant eyes won't get the fuck out of my thing. I got to tell you this one way or another. And he just went into how, he's, you know, he put $9 million in this thing, but who knows what's going to happen. It's not going that well. I own about three or four different uh, restaurants down in San Diego and Southern California area. Didn't you guys see you're from Los Angeles? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it just, we just, we slowly tried to get out of there. And you could feel Tom and Kate and I all sort of backing away, like kind of going back, going back, going back. You know, just weirded out by this guy. But I guess when you're on cocaine, you don't know that people are moving away from you. You just think that you need to, like, keep stepping forward. So we took about two or three steps back, and he followed us, continuing this spilling of what's wrong with the restaurant business and all this stuff. And he kind of veered away from being mean about the, the Asians, you know? But he, he, then at the end, we were like, thank you so much. He's like, all right, I got to eat. And we were like, yeah, well, happy Thanksgiving. He's like, happy Thanksgiving. And then he kind of stopped and he turned. He's like, there are a lot of them out there, though. <laughs> <laughs> like he had sort of come down from the cocaine story. And then he was he was trying to remember what we were talking about in the beginning. And then to cap it off, his goodbye was like, there are a lot of them out there. Yeah, though, so so be went, careful tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> And they are and went, on the menu. Yeah, come on. He came full circle. Hey, full menu. He came <laughs> full menu. Can you imagine? Uh, well, so it sounds like you had a good Thanksgiving. It was though. good. And then Tom, than- Tom is one of my favorite uh, people. He's just, uh-huh. he used to be in the seminary. He left it to, to be with Kate's mother. And then that's where they had Kate and John. And it's, you know, he's a philosopher and he spent time as a social worker and a municipal, he worked in the municipal and in he's a renaissance man. He's a renaissance man. He's a renaissance man, except when it comes to the correct nomenclature for Asians. Right. Well, maybe it's because he spent so much time in the Orient or in the Renaissance. Yeah, exactly. Because they didn't even, they didn't even care. Yeah. They They didn't care back then. Nobody was talking about anybody back then. They didn't care. Um, So the other great thing was, and I, I was telling you the cash in the boat, just that, you know, the people, <laughs> that, just the tiny little, and I was telling you about this earlier, Cash, in the boat. And I actually fell asleep. You were talking to the to the whales. Yeah, and they, oh, yeah. they weren't talking about, but they sure were burping. <laughs> Burp dogging it, aren't you, whales? God damn burpers. Burp, the burp whale's almost as bad as the sperm whale. <laughs> Both of them smell like shit. 
We we did a Silicon Valley uh, yeah. on location shoot recently, and we were walking from the trailers and the, the base camp to the set, and we walked to a parking lot, and it was on like a university, some city okay. college in Ventura or something. We're walking, and I smell the smell, and I'm like, ugh, and I, I don't, but I, it just smells bad, you know? And I could feel the other people walking with me, Amanda and Thomas, kind of also making a face like, ugh, kind of. But none of us said anything. Then we did the scene. And as we walked back, there was again this like all of us are kind of like, you know, and then I think Amanda Crew was kind of like, mm. like she made a noise. It was audible, you know, so then I knew all three of us were smelling this thing. It wasn't any one of us, you know. So we go. So we're, we're back at base camp. So then we, we they call us. So we go up to shoot the next scene. And as we're walking, we're just walking. And Thomas goes, Ugh. And Amanda Crew goes, does it smell like cum to you guys? <laughs> and Thomas and I were like, yeah! What kind of tree smells like ejaculate? And then, do you know the tree that I'm talking about, Rib? I mean, it is... Ribstead. You know, I, you're talking to... to a volleyball with a Rib's volleyball. face on it. I Ever snurred of it? <laughs> watch Castaway for once! It's actually in the DVD player. You can watch it right now. I brought my own TV. It's BYOTV DVD. <laughs> Um, but no, that's, uh, so then we started just talking about what would it take, but I don't know what the tree is, but it smells like male ejaculate. But I don't think ejaculate smells that bad. Does it? I think it smells like chlorine. <laughs> you need to see a doctor. <laughs> if you got pool dick, you need to go to a specialist. It, yeah. It no, might, it be, just ma- has might a very, be a malady I have. It's ha- it has a distinct smell. And all we can talk about is how much cum there would have to be in the trees. Uh, and I'm bringing it up right now. It's amazing we get internet reception out here, but we can't have anyone come out here and save us. The calorie pear tree of Colorado uh, is a near-toxic fume that can't be understood, but the Cali continues its prolific track of pervasiveness. It won't be long before rotten stench permeates this town. So flowering and stinking. It's to attract... I mean, it makes sense. It's to attract pollinators. Just smell like cum. And then it goes, look, Denver is also home to the Hawthorne, which has a rather odd smell that some people find repulsive and others seem to like, says Denver City Forester Robert Davis. Robert Davis, I think, is so funny. He's like, I mean, they smell like cum, but some people like it. Some people don't like it. It's all a matter of preference. My wife doesn't care for it, nor does she like my uh, trunk I, I, I want to hear. I want to hear you. You told me about Tom and the uh, the text messages. Oh, so this is what it is. So he's the greatest. But, the text messages. But, oh, that was funny. But he he really... He's great, but he's seventy-one, right? You know, so no matter who you are, there are moments of frustration, both for a seventy-one-year-old and for the people traveling with him. Yeah. And one of the things he did is we're going over his phone. We bought him this iPhone for yeah. Uh, Christmas, yeah, and last year, and uh, he's kind of getting to know it and understand it really well. I mean, he really has patience with the technology. Yeah. But uh, he said to us, he goes, "Now look, I need to ask you guys a question here." And I was like, "Okay." He's like, "I need to delete some of these messages, some of these text messages." And we said, okay, why? He's like, I got to get rid of them. I mean, I can't have all these text messages. And we were like, yeah, wait, what do you mean? There's some that you want to get rid of specifically? He's like, yeah, all these ones from February last year. I don't need these. What, am I going to go back and look at them? And we are like, I mean, no, I, I guess not. Are they? Why are they like, are there text messages you don't like? He's like, no, I love them. I love texting. I love going back and forth. But 
I got to delete all of them. And we were like, no, you don't. Why? And he's like, well, then I, I won't be, I got to delete some of them or I won't be able to get anymore. <laughs> and we were like, no, no, no. It's so you, the, text and he's like and he's like you know you only get like 200 300 text messages and uh kate's like no that's what's included in your plan and you haven't ever sent more than 30 in a month (laughs) and he was like well really well so i don't need to delete any of them we're like no no you can keep them forever they don't take up much space much data and he's like and data what is data (laughs) i was like what? And he was like, what is data? They say data plan, data this, data that. Meanwhile, in my mind, I'm like, is it, it's been a year that you've just been walking around with your phone being like, I wonder what this data is people keep talking about. So we explained to him, but I didn't, it's weird. Have you ever been asked, what is data? Cash, could no. you tell me what is data? Oh, data? It's a character on Star Trek. From the three-point line. <laughs> Swish! Uh, you know, I said to him, I, I go, it's like information yeah. that you can download or upload. It's it's in binary. It's zeros and ones. He's like, okay, 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 okay. You- and he goes, I really, I don't have to delete any of my text messages. And I was like, no, not at all. And he just goes, honest to God. <laughs> That's it. Do you think that- Just honest. He says that a lot. He says that, and he says- Holy smokers, which is one that I've been <laughs> trying right. to do lately. Yeah, isn't that a great one? That's a good one. Wait, so this data, it just and he did. He goes, he goes like this. He goes, so where are these text messages stored in the, in the clouds? And we we're like, <laughs> no, it's not on the cloud. It's actually it's stored on your phone. And he's like, but I, you know, my emails will fill up. And I, we go, well, you don't you don't pay for email if you did. Every year, if you paid for it, you'd get unlimited email messages. And he goes, holy smokers. <laughs> and we were like, I think this is enough for today. <laughs> but so we had we had a fair amount of, you know, those moments. But then that was mixed in with just some great stuff. I mean, he is, you know. I think it'd be fun to be a parent during his uh, his generation. Why? I think it's harder for people to be parents now because Why? we have so much, because of the internet, because we have so much information. Back back when we were kids, they just sent us out in the street until uh, sundown. You know, just come on back, Let them out ride your street. bicycle. It could be kicked to death in the Whatever. street. Whatever, kicked to death. It was just it was a different, different time. Back then. Yeah, it was so different. It was different back then. People used to uh, call, call, call their people Orientals. They don't anymore. Yeah, they did. But you know, different now there's so people much information. You feel like off. a bad parent. We didn't have car seats. You know, you, you feel like a bad parent if you don't actually do every single thing you're supposed to be doing to be the perfect parent. And I think. Parents now are more exhausted than they were in terms of. I think it's true. I, I do. There's I'm so much information out there. I'm kind of a proponent for no car seats. People can use them if they want to. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know yeah. why you guys aren't coming through on this one for me, but uh, uh, no, no. But really, I mean, I think you don't always have to put your kid in a car seat. You don't always get in accidents. How many accidents you have you gotten in the last risk. five years? Um, With your kids, yes. Yeah, I mean it, that's that's what I'm saying is. Once you have them and you've got all this information at your disposal about the statistics, yeah, the statistics are not that you'll have a car accident every week, but the statistics are that it's more likely you're going to die in a car accident than by terrorism, and yet, so you end and up... And yet, terrorists keep killing people over and over again. And, and people die in safer. car accidents. Well, I'm just saying, look, we're doing something wrong each year. We'll find out later what we're doing wrong, and that's why what I'm doing is I blame everything that happens on Surrey. 
uh, Tom Cruise's daughter? <laughs> and Surrey. From the three-point line, From- swish. <laughs> so you're like, Tom Cruise's daughter is I a disaster. I see you and raise she- your data. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, if you blame everything on Surrey, then years later, I'll be like, yeah, Surrey told us to do it. Well, because we're doing something terribly I, wrong, and we don't know what it is. Well, one of the things is we're mispronouncing Siri. Oh, so when you're like Siri, where is oh, the nearest gas station? Siri's like, huh? That's why the idea isn't working. It'd be like trying Siri. to ask Tom something, and be like, what it is? "Hey, Tom, can you tell me, Tom? <laughs> is it Siri? It? Yeah, it's Siri. S I R I. Well, I'll blame her for that too. I'll say we pronounced her name wrong because she wasn't she wasn't there to correct it. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, she should have pronounced it. I hate Siri. I don't. I don't yeah, I really. I have such disdain for Siri. Uh, I also. I. I. I had. I was equal. I, I disliked three different creatures equally. Uh, there was Nancy Grace. Oh my God. Yeah. How dare you bring her up on the boat? <laughs> I know. If I could put a dick in each of her nostrils and get <laughs> oh her to sneeze, <laughs> I'd have her sneeze those dicks right into her own mouth. Yeah. And then, and then I've been getting a lot of tweets about the people. She been, is. Ugly. I've heard. She's an ugly person. Yeah. Her forehead looks like it's coming down on the rest of her face. Yeah. Like being really strict. Yeah. Her whole... Her whole... Her ears look rounded. Yeah. Yeah. Is like an ejaculate tree. Her chin looks like it's reprimanding her neck. From western Colorado. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She's a semen tree of a woman. That's true. She's a semen tree of a woman. Nancy Grease, you're... If I want to... I gotta see her. And I'm going to be like, hey, Nancy Grease, you're a real semen tree. If she was a small Ask town. Suri. If she was a small town in Canada. <laughs> what would her slogan be? It would be, go around. Yeah, I like it. God, I would, pay, I would pay all the money to have her get a back tattoo yeah. that says, go around. But there's another, <laughs> there's another person that, and I've been getting She some, wears a lot of like belly shirts. Yeah. Yeah, the NG. Uh, anyway, I've, I've been getting a lot of tweets. A lot of people have been saying because I guess on a previous episode we talked about Jared, and I said I was hoping oh. something would bad ha- would happen to him because I don't really I didn't like the idea that he was paid uh, to 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 be to healthy. Lost weight, right? Yeah, it seems weird that someone would make millions of dollars to uh, to lose weight. That seemed like something you know uh, to be healthier. I, I felt like he was the luckiest man. Uh, in the world, and, then and we now he's kind of thrown it all back. That ended up being a no go. No go, because now he's going to go to jail, right? Now, yeah, and I think, I think here's what I think. What is weirder than that? I know it's Jared, Jared, the subway guy, and I heard that he talked to some. Did you tell me this? A ra- he went on some radio show, and the girl was kind of being flirtatious with him, and he was sort of being flirtatious back. And she's like, "Well, I want to see where this goes. It's Jared. This will be interesting." So she started texting him, and as they got more sexual, he was like, "I'd love to see you with a young boy." Like, I'd love to see you have sex with a very, very young boy. Well, okay. But but here's the thing. In his defense. Well, not in his defense, but I think the sentence was too long, and I'll tell you why. Because. Now, it's the one weird I just said? I'm, what? <laughs> what? The one I just said? The last <laughs> sentence? Because <laughs> it was. I mean, I don't fault you. <laughs> Fifteen years. What if you don't give him any jail sentence? Think of how he was helping. If you're worried about the fact that there are underage prostitutes, think of how that would deter people from going into prostitution knowing they'd have to have that they'd have to fuck Jared. Think of how many people that would deter. 
How much time have you spent on this theory? <laughs> exactly. Was this sort of a spur of the moment thing? Have you taken a couple days? Spur of the moment. Has this been some months stuff? Have you been taking months to think about this? Uh, no. No? No. What are you talking about? He's, just he's the, enabling child pornography. Just the idea that you might have to have sex with Jared would stop most people from being a prostitute. I don't think that's true. He I could have also, single-handedly here's what I think, uh, here's shut what down I the really industry. Think about and you tell me, this is my triple banger lighting around for you. <laughs> okay. Jared from Subway. Yeah. Did he help, hurt, or make me want to stop going to Subway? Uh, I would think he'd help, hurt, or make you... you got wait, a lot of are, publicity. Those are three... Those are, wait, hurt would be the same as the, so hurt, hurting you wanting Did to Did he hurt Subway? Yeah. Did he help Subway? He didn't help or Subway. Or did he make people not want to eat there anymore? Because I really am, and I'm asking, do you feel this yeah. also? I really am deterred from going to Subway. I don't go to Subway anymore just because the associate, it was already getting a little gross, you know? Like I was kind of sick of it. That period of time had ended. Now you're kind of like, I'll go get a Chipotle burrito bowl or something. Jared put me over the edge. He was I drew the line in the sand with Subway when uh, their big pant man was trying to fit kitties in there. Those pants are big enough to smuggle two young boys out of. And no, people don't talk about really, this enough. A yeah. 13-year-old boy yeah. who Jared gets to have sex with like a 30-year-old woman, mm-hmm. he's going to be the coolest kid in class for a while. It'll ruin his psyche for sure. But... It's a weird one. It's like why he's so strange. It's so weird that cultural phenomena like that we find out are so dark. Because mm-hmm. didn't he go on like Thailand prostitution excursions? And he had a twelve thousand uh, dollar whoring budget per year. It sounds like is that real? Yeah. So that's a lot of that's that'd be tough to spend at the four floors of horrors. Well, when he's <laughs> you know. Uh, well, you can get about 15 blowjobs on the seven levels of Neville. Yeah, I mean, the seven levels of Neville, four <laughs> floors of horrors. Why didn't he go to the four floors of horrors? There you go. Why he, did he do this? Why did he go to New York and do it that way? Listen, he's by devil. He loves the Neville. <laughs> um, I, yeah, if 12, told me at the his start tax of- bracket, that's $24,000 worth of income that he's spending just on hookers. Yeah. And it sounds like he wasn't getting the great ones, or it's so weird. Yeah, well, I, I really me, I this is a weird year. But this is a weird year, and I hate to be this dark on the show, but in terms of topics, but because I like to keep things, you know, uh, upbeat. But Next if you told up, me at the torturing this, young dogs. But if you but if you told me at the start things. of this year that uh, this Cosby thing would have happened, that or we would have found out about it, I was not aware of it. Um, I mean, I couldn't remember it. The. Uh, <laughs> I remember meeting him. I remember hanging yeah. out with him that yeah. night. But I, and then the Jared thing, Jared from Subway. It was before this, but the Pee Wee, and then the guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Those guys got found with a bunch of child pornography. It's just strange who ends up falling. Like Cosby was the biggest fall from grace. Oh, he ruined that. I mean, now if you were to watch that show, you might still think it's funny, but in your mind, always like, and he's a rapist. Doesn't yeah, it doesn't enhance the funniness, does it? It doesn't help. Also, yeah. what didn't help is somebody said to me they're like, Well, you know, once one of these girls starts saying it, a bunch of them do, like they brought up that argument. And I'm like, maybe if there's like three, you know, you could somehow make that 
But they're like 18, 20. It had to have been a career that he had of this stuff. It's just such a bummer. And the worst thing is he did what for comedians, what like Jerry Fowler, any of those people. I don't even know if that's the right person. But any any of these like big televangelist ultra Christian people, you you find them, you know, it's like the birdcage. It's like, you know, you find out they died in bed with a. African-American prostitute and their last words, your money's on the table, chocolate. Like, it's horrible. That is an actual line from uh, from Bert, The Birdcage. It's horrible. And Cosby did it because he was like, I'm the father. Hmm. I'm the father figure of America. And Hannibal actually got him in trouble because he was yeah. like, black kids, pull your pants up. The best reason to not – there's a lot of good reasons to not be with a prostitute. But one of the best reasons is the is the, is the, is the, is the, is the fear that you could die with – you know, that's just a, how you die. It really matters to me. I don't want to die in the arms of a prostitute and have that be my last – for example – What about in the legs? In the arms or the legs of a prosecutor, a prosecutor, a prosecutor. A prosecuting I don't want to die in the arms of a prosecutor. I, don't wanna, I was paying no, but to have sex with. I think that's a me. good reason to not. Uh, like there are certain things I think. Like I think how you die matters in terms of your legacy, and I I think it would suck if you died if you choked on something you shouldn't choke on, like uh, uh, porridge. Like porridge. Yeah, he choked on his porridge. I don't like. I Oriental want Oriental soup. You know, Sorry, lentil soup. He he. He choked on a on some on, on a some rice, right? Choked one, on some rice. One not some rice. One grain of rye. Grain of rice. One grain of rye. Yeah. Plurals rice. Right. Singular is rye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about choking on something that you shouldn't have been eating? You know, like that's really bad. What if you die like choking on a dog bone? People are like, what were you doing? Why was he doing that? And then people have no sympathy for your death. They have no, at your funeral, which means a lot to me. I want the funeral to be, I just want a lot of people to show up for the funeral and I want them to be really. But you won't know. I know. I, I just, it means a lot to me. I just want the funeral That's to go great, well. That's great, man. It means a lot, lot to left. me that hopefully in 200 years people will, you know. I've had some pretty uh, big losses actually the last Three or four months. Yeah, and I've been to a few and We'll get to those in a little bit. But, I, but well, next let me up. just say one thing. But let me just say one thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And uh, you were in Solvang, weren't you? <laughs> Listen to what they did with the wooden shoes. <laughs> Spurs on the shoes sounded like this. Um, now I've been to a few few different uh, uh, funerals recently, and what I found was. None of them people that you knew, but you've been checking them out, checking out the scene. <laughs> Just seeing how it works. Now, in all seriousness, the things that people will say about you, it's funny. You, you think you have an impact on someone's life by doing some great thing like curing cancer, which I did, and yeah, you, you know, but or, or, or being the greatest, you won't whatever. tell anybody the answer, though. Man. We have aspirations to be the best at whatever we're doing, and that's fine. But the things that we really leave people is just a little gesture, and that's the thing they'll remember you by. Just one gesture... And if you had made enough little gestures to enough people, uh, you'd be pretty beloved. I think you're 100% right. You know? I mean, it's the little things. You know, somebody will say, oh, you you know, you used to bring me soup when I was sick. Right. The like stories that. people tell are things like that. They're right. not they really you, you, uh, you You made a killing in the stock market. It's, it's right. nothing to do exactly. with anything of job you know, related. I, I, I had this one person, they said, you know, I'll never forget you did. It was a small thing for me. But you brought me over to your house and you lit one thousand dollars on fire in front of me, <laughs> and knew, then you I masturbated would, into the fire. <laughs> 
and you said, this is my ejaculate tree. This is my burning bush. And then you set your pubic hair on fire. And you said, and this is also my burning bush. And the guy was like, I just, I'll never forget that. You know, I mean, it haunts me, obviously, but I just won't soon forget that you did that for me, TJ. Because, like, what was I going to buy him? Like, an expensive present? No, he wants an experience. Uh, I just don't want to choke on some jello. That's all I'm saying. You know? Uh, are you are you trying to drink trying some of the seawater? Don't 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 drink the seawater. Don't don't drink the seawater. All right, it's no good. Let's move along to something we like to call e- essential questions of human nature. Essentially, this is essential questions of human nature. Shout out to Jesse Case for the music and all you listeners who've stuck around. One hundred two point seven, the Fog Dog. <laughs> Next up, Cash Levy with a heavy, levy dose of ladle comedy. Coming, Coming up you. next, Donkey and the Jeff, but before we do a triple shot of bread, unleavened, because that's what the Jewish people enjoy. Levy don't do leavened bread. There's enough leaven, Cash Levy, to take care of all the bread. Coming up next, a nonstop screeching sound. <laughs> a triple shot of toasted bread, no butter. I know Hold there are, the jam. I know that there are listeners that are like, God, with the radio thing, with the voice, it's like, you try it. It is so fun. Get a microphone, get some headphones, and at your office be like, 102 point, yikes, the daddy's home. All right. Daddy came home for Christmas. Next up, we got a nonstop cock block where we talk for one full hour. We're going to cock block. Call in and we'll call the lady you're trying to hook up with and tell her you have crabs. Coming up next, me sing. Coming up next. Coming up next. Coming up next, we got a coming up next hour block. That's my stereophonic compadre, Hinky Dinky Parley Vu. <laughs> Hello, I'm Hinky. D- that poor guy when he has to introduce himself. Essential questions of human nature. Uh, ugly sleepers. Deal breaker? Hmm. Think about ugly sleepers. I think Does if it you love your... someone, Kate said this. Because goes... I spent a lot of time with my sleeping wife. Yeah. she. Kate said to me, she goes, well, what, you know, she said... Do you – no, she didn't say do you at all. She just said – you know, This I, I is like, a good story. Yeah, this is oh, – Coming up a triple better. shot of this story. Yeah, we're doing it three <laughs> times in a row, and each time it'll be Remember when I said there's no jam on the bread? This is the jam. There's jelly in your belly and jam on the ham. <laughs> Let's eat it up. <laughs> Jesus, God. God. Uh, she she said, you know, it's really cute. Time now for noises. You can't make it home. <laughs> you can't make enough. Or you can't make, you can't it, make up. it home. I like I like this. Can't make this shit up. It's time now People for that can't noises. Make noises. You Take can't a break. make this up. People that have ears, listen <laughs> Go to next nonstop slurping noises. Ooh, and we got a huge block of Go. cheese. <laughs> Uh, Kate goes, you know, you're, you're. I really like it when you're sleeping in the double shots of choking on the Jello. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a back-to-back sounds of a man dying eating a dog bone. Here we go. <laughs> Time now for the sound of a grain of rice dropping on the ground, and the sounds of silence. Go on, go on. Um, next up. Uh, Things that wouldn't be on the radio usually. 
that one. <laughs> no, Kate said, you know, you, you. I like when you sleep. I said, really? Because I look like, you know, they do the fly catcher thing. You got your mouth open the whole time. I mean, when I'm sleeping, I look like, like I've been drugged, mm-hmm. like tranquilized. Yeah, I don't think that's any coincidence. Why? Well, because usually we have to shoot a stun stun dart in your bottom for you to. I mean, you're awake all the time. Seriously. Yeah. I'm not joking. I'm out. You, it seems like you almost never sleep. Yeah. Wouldn't you say you're awake a lot? Well, I just don't like that you keep shooting my butt with a stun dart. <laughs> just because someone likes to stay up doesn't mean you have to shoot him in the ass with a stun dart. Good God. So we got to drug you to put you down. No, I mean, I, it's definitely not a deal breaker. I think if you love somebody. Yeah. Tell us what you think, listeners. If you love somebody. Okay. Mm-hmm. Set them free. Just kidding. If you love somebody, they don't look ugly when they're sleeping. I think when you start to stop loving someone, then things irritate you, and one of those can be the way that they look like a dead old pig <laughs> snoring like a hog that's on a fucking respirator. Yeah. Let's move it along to something we like to call uh, It's a working title. It's called Tweedalize. Until they think of a better name for it, this is Tweedalize. Other people Some like call to that. call it. Other people like to call it. Uh, well, they have a few other things. Yeah, there's for a bunch it. of things that they like to call. It. They call it. Uh, Some people call it the, the tweet first, like a virgin. First cut fresh is the for tweet the very first time. The first cut is the tweet test. <laughs> other people call it uh, sister tweet and know the time <laughs> has come. Following. What's your price for like? There's some people that are listening. They're like, oh, it's I forgot he does this. Mr. Right. You'll tweet all right tonight. It's nice that that's all that they call it. Following. You know what I mean? It's cool that you've exhausted the things that they call it. <laughs> I think that's great. You kind of made your way through them over the last two no, years. No, I've, I'm not done yet. What's your price for like? No. What's your price for What's like? What's your price for like? <laughs> that was my fave, that, that reference. <laughs> that was my favorite. Um, I, I think I haven't exhausted. <laughs> there's, still, there's still ones left. Retweet. <laughs> you don't have to put out the red like. <laughs> that actually was great. That's the first one I've heard. To- Try to follow for a like. <laughs> it's 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 difficult. That's a really good one. Yeah, I do like that. Say sing that one again. Retweet. <laughs> Put out the red light. <laughs> Retweet. Put out the red light. It's hard. It's hard. And you Especially don't have out here. To, oh, there's dolphins you approaching don't have to, the ship. Wait, you don't wait, have to. Wait. There's some. There's some whales coming too. Yeah, here they. Uh, see, they appreciate it. Yeah, they did like it. I'm serious, though. I think that's a good one. Wait, do you see shore? You don't have to follow for like. Do you see the shore? Uh, yes, Polly. He's Polly. Polly. He can't I hear us. I saw the shore for a second. Yeah, Polly. I yelled to him, but yeah. he wouldn't. We're gonna have to finish up with maskers. We're, we we have no time for okay. uh, for this for Polly Shore jokes. This, yeah, we have no time. We're gonna have that's to finish shame, up with maskers. Man. We, uh, I didn't want to bring this I up, see but shore. that's all I have left. I see Shore. I think. Polly? Is that Shore? Polly or Mitzi? Not Polly. It's real. I see Shore. 
Is that shore? What is that in the distance? I'm not sure. Do you think that might be Hawaii? I don't know for sure. Or I'm not sure. China? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Well, let's let's see what happens. But let's I vote see. this. Yeah. I vote this. <laughs> let's do a maskers. Like 85% you know right. of you take the wheel, captains. This is maskers. All right, let's uh, Devlin, see. I think you should helm this our maskers. friend our, our friend Devlin uh, came out with a new magazine about the show. Devlin Eggs? Yeah, Devlin. Great. And uh, uh, Devlin came out with a new magazine, and here's some ads from the magazine. Uh, hey, hey you, are you sick of the lack of snow women in this world and are too embarrassed to finger a snow person every four hours to maintain a snow person's womanly status? Devlin's been doing great in school. I know. <laughs> He's doing great. Well, let your fantasies of snow person equality realized with the incredibly monumental device known as the snow pusser. The snow pusser. Yeah. This is our 14 year old friend, Devlin. Emphasis on the friend. The snow pusser does make snow vaginas last for six to eight hours. Apply now for zero APR financing. Batteries not included. Two things. One, batteries are usually included with stuff nowadays. Two, that's where you're going to go with this? Who is fun? No, I know. I got more. Trust me. I got more. Uh, two, six to eight hours. That's it. What's happening? How cold is it? That doesn't have anything to do. And then lastly, but I do love the idea, Devlin, of somebody financing a snow pusser. Yeah. So like, I was going to get it, but the APR is too crazy. I just can't pay that annually. Devlin's great. We don't have a lot of 14 year old fans making magazines out of the no, show. He's my favorite. He's the I best. just, I love financing a snow pusher. He's the best. He wrote an ode. He wrote an ode to us. A truly dreadful ode. Let's hear it. To Cashing with TJ Miller utilizing simile and metaphor despite Cash and TJ's open aggression regarding poetry people, more properly known as POMOs. Yeah, these fucking POMOs. You want to read I don't it? I know about them, man. You put some, put some gravy on that turkey? <clears throat> Oak oh, and Pomos is P O E M O S, not P O M O apostrophe S. Just kidding, Devlin. Eggs. All right. And now, a truly dreadful ode to cashing in with T.J. Miller by Devlin. Oh, cashing in with T.J. Miller, how you caress my ears like an inspirational quoter. Your tales of botflies make me laugh in the night as you talk about the Yonderland city brights. Extra S there. <laughs> Your personas combined, the ultimate deity of laughter philosophy and a wild parahiti. Oh, how I do enjoy your many cash phrases, which make all of my friends laugh throughout the ages. He does have a, quite a few friends that have lived several hundred years. <laughs> and although I still can't find the TJ Quotables website... There's a uh, asterisk there. We'll get to in a second. I usually not an asterisk in a poem. Uh, yeah, not usually. <laughs> there are a few footnotes in poems. E. E. Cummings was not into the footnotes. I have still memorized all of them with great delight. Thus includes our ode to you, fine gentlemen, who probably haven't written erotic fan fiction. So absolutely no rhymes there at the end. And he said, "Thus includes our ode." R is spelled A-R-E. So instead of thus concludes our ode to you fine gentlemen, he said thus includes our ode to you fine gentlemen who probably haven't written erotic fan fiction. 
Gentlemen. <laughs> the asterisk uh, delineates TJ quotables are like catchphrases, but typically longer. They can be quoted, hence they are quotable. But to be honest, I have no idea if they actually exist. Don't go up on the pillory for Hillary. Don't tub thump for Trump. Lick for buttle sticks. Pemberton buttle sticks running for president in 2012 plus six. Don't go up the pillory for Hillary. Don't tub thump for Trump. Lick for buttle sticks. Pemberton buttle sticks running in president 2012 plus six. Here's my issue. That's at 2012. Yeah. So this is from three years ago. No. Tell the truth. No, it twenty twelve plus six. It's yeah. Uh not only does it sixteen. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. 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 So no, he just sent this. He just I came love out that. with a new magazine. It sold uh, twelve, and a, twelve yes, and a half copies. Twelve and a half copies to each of our fans. Of, uh, now that's yeah, great, Devlin. That's wonderful. We love it, Devlin. Thank you. And remember, you can Keep always tag work. us on Facebook if you want to do poems that rhyme. Uh, yeah. That's good stuff. We have other things, too. We, I promised Nicholas uh, in Iowa a few of his uh, tasty, tasty uh, tweets. Iowa. Why not? Because. <laughs> That's it? No. All right. I'll, I'll turn around. Uh, I was I, a little Iowans town- take a break. People from Missouri, stick around. <laughs> Do you think it's a bad town if, you're, if your tourist attraction is a cemetery? Yes. Okay. Because there was, yeah. Someone says, I, I went into one of these little towns in Canada. I was like, what What are the sites? And they're like, have you seen the cemetery? Yeah, that's not a place I You know. went there, you yeah, came back, you're like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Weren't there any people there? It was kind of dead. Yeah. <laughs> I shot my wad at the Ramada. Anyway. Or as I Nicholas, call it, the Wadmada. <laughs> Nicholas. When you Iowa. shoot your rod at the front desk <laughs> of the Ramada, that's shooting your Wadmada. <laughs> um. Nicholas Dumb writes name uh, for a hotel, the Ramada. Nicholas writes, throbbing. Why only boners and headaches? What do you think? What if that was the end of the show yeah. forever? Yeah. It's just silence. <laughs> That's the final. You turn it off, and that final, was it. The final moment. I think you're pretty right. I mean, you know, your throbbing member, your throbbing boner. Heart throb, though? Hearts Yeah, your heart throbs. Your heart throbs. We don't use it that often. Throbbing headache. Throbbing bows. That's How often do you say my hair hurts? How often do you say that? My hair hurts. Never. When I had hair, I said it a lot. So One of my much, best lines. So much so that it fell out. I lost out. that line when the hair fell out. Maybe the hair fell out because of that line. The hair was like, you're dogging you're, You keep dogging you're on dogging us. us all the time. You, we, all we want to do is raise the woof, and you just keep dogging just trying us. to raise the woof. Raise Nicholas, the woof. That's when you use the app ways to ways get in the to roof. the roof the quickest amount of Nicholas time. Nicholas writes, mountains, what's with the altitude? Ooh, Nicholas, I enjoy your previous one. This one, though, is, well, here, let me put it this way. They're higher up than things that aren't mountains. <laughs> Nicholas, ace of second base. All that he wants is a double play or I stole the signs. I like it. I don't know yeah. what it means. I like it. <laughs> I like I it. I think it should be used in the Pemberton Buttlesticks 2012 plus six campaign. Yep. God damn it. So ace of second base. Oh, that she wants is a double play B. 
And that's the mother. Yeah. So this would be that. Or I stole the signs. I stole and the I signs. And I hoard them in my basement. I stole the signs. Nothing will stop me from this psychological torture. I stole the signs. I've got 12,000 hooker dollars per year. <laughs> that's Jared the Subway doing the cover of I Stole the Signs. By Ace of Second Base coming all up next. Oh, Jared all the time on 102.7 The Rocker. Coming up next, three more Jared from Subway references in a row. Jared doing Ace of Space. Uh, this is another Ace explosive. of Space. Ace, Ace, of, Ace space. of Space in this space. He also writes Practical Living. Rally. Here's a Practical Living question from Nicholas. Rally caps for guys having trouble picking women up at the bar after midnight. Hashtag ladies ninth inning. Have you ever heard of rally caps? Yes, I have heard of rally caps. Do you ever use Cash. them? I mean, any cap can be a rally cap. If you I like turn rally it inside caps. Out. I like rally caps. It I mean, works, too. Are girls really kind of going like, ooh, look not at that. Not into this hat's inside yeah. out. Yeah. Nicholas, not going to work. He's drunk and yelling at a you screen. Need, Nicholas, you need to change your attitude. Mm. Or ooh, oops, he's cheering. Altitude. He's cheering for the losers. <laughs> hey, what are you drinking, buddy? <laughs> Warm urine? <laughs> Bobby Peru writes, I'm the type of guy that sees the Gladys half full. How about you guys? Bobby Peru, the fact, the only thing that is redeeming about you is your reference to Wild at Heart, the David Lynch film. <laughs> the rest of it, if you mention her name again, I will be the least glad to meet you. Oh, wait, one more. Nicholas writes, floods, town half empty or town half full? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he was talking about go. pants. Yeah, Jared the Subway's pants. Coming up next, Jared <laughs> smuggles two small Chinese girls out of the country with his pants. Hey, I see. I see the shore. I think we got to go, Polly. We're gonna miss. We're gonna miss the shore, Polly. Yeah, can you shore? Can you bring us in? Can you bring us in? He'll hear Once this. more onto the beach, dear friends. Once more. Cash, stop doing the Titanic pose on the bow of the boat. Get down. And I I'm not sure that was in. Was that in Titanic? No, I don't think that was in Titanic. Rib! Rib, bring me the one by one. It's just a square block of wood. That wasn't that song, was it? No. What song was... Who's... Oh, what? I think that's that from Whitney Houston yeah. and the Bodyguard. That's the Bodyguard. <laughs> All right, signing off. God, that would have been Thanks funny. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> all the wrong songs at all the wrong times. Yeah. <laughs> on a 2.7 The Rocker. I call myself Ted McGillicuddy. Sitting across from me, Bob Billy Baxter, if you want to say it wrong. They call me Triple B because I've got my ass backwards. <laughs> what song did they have in uh, Titanic? This is it. <laughs> That's how they scored the entire film. I have to go get the soundtrack to that one. It was like it was like it would be like, "I love you so much," but the the boat is sinking. Baby, I'll go down to the bottom of the ocean and get your ring. The violinist is still playing. What's his problem? Yeah, that's the movie. And I, thanks for listening. We love you.
Now leaving Nerdist.com. 